What's up? So, this is our very first episode of Let's Get Coffee. Oh, this is the first one. Very first one. Oh, we came up with it last week. <laughs> and uh, Let's Get Coffee. It's here at Cress. Yeah. Uh, my name is Jeremy Vanderloop. I am uh, a founder, the founder here at Cress. Matt is actually one of my founding members and, and one of my best friends. And we do business together. We do a lot of stuff together. So, this is going to be a little bit more engaging to try not to already know what your answers are <laughs> <laughs> because we do a lot of life together. Um, the idea for, for Cress and these, these things, uh, these, these, let's get coffee really came from, Hey, how do we connect with our growing community? Um, which now we're, we're substantially grown since, since when you joined and you've really been a part of this vision and seeing us do this really from like, like before, like, there was an acquisition of the property before it was just, Hey, I have this idea. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so this is a really cool, cool first time. Uh, let's get coffee podcast. Cause it's you, you, you have like a whole backdrop of what this is mm-hmm. that we've been trying to accomplish and, and have now started to accomplish. But so the idea behind this is that for the first, you know, next 10 minutes or whatever, we're just going to talk about you, your passions, what you do for work, what you do in life, what got you there. Um, and just like your favorite things about living. And then we'll just kind of dialogue about little things like within the community that you enjoy and, and whatnot. So, uh, guys, I want to introduce you. My first guest is Matt Tack, uh, the influencer himself. What's up, my people? That we know. He's into all <laughs> sorts of things um, that, I, that I know of that, that, that I think is pretty amazing. He's got a great passion, a great heart, uh, loves his kids, loves his wife, loves just life in general, uh, all things business and fitness and and why not? So, so Matt, tell us what you do in a nutshell in the next 10, 15 minutes. Let's just kind of dialogue and let's talk about you. Man, let's talk about me, the Matt Tech. Well, uh, a little bit about me. I am first uh, and most importantly a uh, follower of Jesus. I get stay in the mic. My Savior, my <laughs> Heavenly Father. That's, uh, that's the most important. Uh, I was raised uh, just just with an amazing family growing up. So uh, that's that's in a nutshell, I would say. Not in a nutshell because it's very brief, but just uh, just got raised by some amazing parents growing up, right, school teachers, and kind of shaped the identity and the overall kind of macro influence of who I am today. But what do I do? Um, I dabble in a couple different businesses right now uh, specifically, and right now they're in the health and fitness space. Uh, being nutritional based, uh, so we're rolling out a startup there, and then in real estate, that's where I make money right now, uh, and so doing uh, both commercial and residential uh, development. So that's uh, that's what I'm working on right now. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, we, you, I know a little bit about real estate. You know a little bit about real estate. Yeah, a little bit. So let's. Uh, we can kind of dialogue on that. Like, what what inspired you to get into real estate, and what's uh, what's what is what are your top three favorite deals you've ever done in real estate, and why? Yeah. Yeah, I could touch on those uh, real quick. I mean, everyone has their story, right? And I think that's ultimately how I even started thinking, acting, and uh, like an entrepreneur. So I had a story of I was in the corporate world for six years uh, and got out of college and was just uh, felt really unfulfilled and wanted to tap into something else and then got into a sales gig and was trying to sell something I wasn't really passionate about. And I had to like yank myself out of bed in the morning to go to the sales job. I friggin' hated it. It was the worst thing in the world. Um, but I look back on it now as it was the best thing because it actually propelled me 
to where I'm at, where I am today. So that ultimately got me into this thing called the short-term rental business. And so when we when I started getting in, I got my first Airbnb. We moved down here from Washington D.C. to Tampa Bay. We bought a house. Hated Tampa Bay at that time in 2014. Could not stand it. I was like, take me back to D.C. This uh, this way of life is not for me. But uh, you know, the good Lord really uh, just you know I, I don't know how it actually happened. We just decided to buy real estate. We decided to buy a house. We were staying in an apartment at the time, and even though I wanted to move back to D.C., we just ended up staying at a house. Now, so who, whose decision was it? Was it who pressed first, Kelly or you? Uh, you know what? It was definitely, if it was up to me, we would have moved back to Washington, yeah, D.C., yeah. like almost, you know, and that's a, that's just a, like a life lesson, man, step into that level of resistance. So I give that all to my wife because she's just like, you know, I had a crummy attitude. I had a real crummy attitude. Like I wanted to leave. I was like, I'm, I'm not about it. Uh, and then we ended up buying a house in Seminole Heights. It changed my life. Um, and that, there was a little... What I now know is an ADU, which is an accessory dwelling unit, which is, you know, some people call mother-in-law suite. And that's really what propelled me into real estate. So I got this kind of creative creative juice and then uh, started looking at other opportunities and then had managed about uh, five or six Airbnbs and then had six of my own uh, at one time. So you had a total of what, 12? 12, Is that what that is? 12 total, yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. So, so let, let's kind of, da- a lot of people love the Airbnb, right? A lot of people mm-hmm. kind of, um, they, they really get inspired, I think, by, by Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about that. What, what was your, your highs and lows of running 12 Airbnbs? Uh, that's your great entry point. So it's like, you, you, you know, you got to respect that entry point. Obviously, I know you're not really doing that now, but mm-hmm. the audience doesn't. So what, what inspired and what was your greatest joy that also, what was your greatest, um, like, just you end up just Nike like disdained it, you know. If it's even a word, you know. Yeah. For no, it. I, I get what you're going. Uh, you know, uh, for me, it was another story that lined up, and I have to, I got to walk through the story. So we, I mean, twelve. You can imagine, you got to like get a lot of cleaners, right? Cleaners mm-hmm. are everything in an Airbnb world. It's hoteling, right? So there's a the one thing that I recommend to people. It's a great entry point. Phenomenal entry point because you can rent out your room, right? So literally, my wife and I rented out our room when we got here. We had no kids, and we had an extra room. And I'm like, babe, we could probably make like five to 1000 bucks extra a month if we just rent out this room. And sure enough, I threw it on there. This guy, a couple doctors, literally a couple uh, resident doctors came in, booked it for 1000 bucks a month. And I'm like, no way. This is our room. You know, make an extra 1000 bucks a month. We can do whatever we want. We, you know. Go out to eat. Do, yeah, I was like, a thousand extra bucks a month, good money, you know, in my early 20s. So that is, uh, that is a great entry point, and I recommend that for people. Now, this was the turning point. This was 100% well, the turning point. The first entry point was buy a house. Buy a house. Yeah, it's the first entry. Like, well, it's not necessarily. You don't need to, though. Because, yeah. like, let's say if you have an apartment that you're renting. That's true. Two-bedroom or three-bedroom apartment, and then you're like, hey, I'm going to hack the heck out of this. And... Uh, right. You know I what I mean? That. I'm paying rent, but I'm renting out the other two rooms. You can do it any which way. I would say, long- though, that revenue, if you don't own a house and you're renting, mm-hmm. that revenue should not go to, let's go out to eat. Put that towards a fund to buy your first house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, what I mean? I'm saying, like, hands down. I was not thinking. I would, that was my first uh, entry point to real estate. Yeah. And I was not even thinking that I would be a real estate investor. No, that's awesome. I was you just saying, I mean? like, there's, there's some pretty good advice there, though. Like, if you don't yeah. own the house... You can still do this and get into real estate. That's actually yeah. really good advice. 
we should start advising guys to do that. Yeah. They, that's one of the hardest hit, hits of guys wanting to get into real estate is always like, how do I do this? How do I do it? And the first question is like, well, have you bought a house? Well, no, I've never bought a house. And my, yeah. and my response was always like, oh, well, you know, you got to buy a house first. And you can understand. But you also, uh, you know, another way, that, yeah. you know, bigger deals. This is, let, let me finish this. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because bad, this is a good. Bad host. Right this there. is kind of a good intro to like. <laughs> This where where yeah. I had another turning point. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I hated my job, came over, got near the Airbnb world, scaled it up. Then this happened, right? You got it. You have a lot of cleaners coming in and out. It's hoteling at the mm-hmm. end of the day. You have to keep things clean. And I remember one day wiping literally pee off of a toilet seat because my cleaner didn't show up that day. Right? I was I had somebody checking out and checking in that same day. It was a 2,500-square-foot home, pool, jacuzzi, everything needed to be clean, right? Because people expect, if you want to keep, it's it's all off of reviews. So if you want to keep a high it's review. It's really a service company, not a real estate company. Like you're in straight service. You're Yeah, it's a, a hoteling. Yeah. It's a yeah. hotel company, right? Yeah. So if you want to cre- you know, create you know, that review base that propels and, you know, you're working again, just like it's an AI, right? You're working against an algorithm. So at the end of the day, I'm sitting there and I'm cleaning this toilet. There has got to be better ways to make money in real estate. Can you hear me? Yeah, you got you got you got you did. Oh, did that I go now? Uh, there's got to be better ways to make money in real estate. There just has to be better ways, right? And uh, so I'm thinking of this as literally I'm wiping pee off of the toilet seat. I remember this is it, you know hair off of the hair into the shower. You're like this is <laughs> this is gross, man. This is why I hire cleaners to do this, right? Cleaners don't show up sometimes. That's the reality. And it gets to be hard work. And you go in there, you got to do it yourself because you got to make that change. So it's, you know, being willing to hustle. So I'm thinking in my head, man, there's got to be better ways. And uh, I just made one phone call. I made one phone call kind of out of another act of like desperation. I'm like, hey, man, I'm doing this Airbnb thing. Called up this guy in Michigan, actually. And I'm like, I'm doing this Airbnb thing. But, you know, what? Are there other ways to like make money in real estate? And uh, he's doing this thing called wholesaling. He's like, I was like, man, I've been following this guy. He does, he does multifamily. And then, you know, I just don't, I don't know. I'm just asking, right? And that was like a pivotal moment because there was an ask, right? I had to ask a question like, no, like for somebody to be like, I'm, I was making decent money. I was making well over 100K uh, in the Airbnb space. But when I'm sitting there having to clean it like a toilet, I'm like, dude, I, this is not sustainable for a long period of time, right? It just wasn't enjoyable. It, it, and it wasn't and enjoyable. Like, I respect well, I mean, yeah. Yes, you could scale them. You can it's still scale, scale them. Yeah. But the reality is I was living off the review, and the, the chunks were, like, based off of the review, and the residual, you know, it wasn't a residual. I, it was very interactive, very transactional. I had to give something to get something, but a lot of times that wasn't referral-based. It was just how we were waiting for the next transaction to come through, right? Where then... This is one of the key things, the key components that happened that eventually led us together. But like, then I saw a game, I got education, right? Flew up to, I actually flew up to Cleveland and was just got educated on multifamily syndications, debt structure, how you put things together. And then I'm like, blew my mind. I'm like, now this is the way to make money in real estate, right? And uh, then you have options, right? You can do the transactional stuff, but you can do still do bigger deals at the same time. And that's really, that was a turning point of like, hey, I'm going to invest in my education. I'm going to go full force in all this. 
And uh, that's what I did, honestly, over the next six months. I just like invested in education. I think I ended up spending uh, almost fifty or sixty thousand dollars that year in just education. I think I remember uh, that. All I mean, that was country. right when we met, right, or right before. It was a, a year before yeah. we had met. Yeah. I had. Uh, had uh, you were just wrapping up doing it, and you were just starting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that I mean that propelled, and now you know have done a number of uh, been involved in a number of syndications and. Now we have a development company where we're working on land entitlement deals. And, uh, you know, across the board, it just mm-hmm. kind of, you escalate your growth experience in that area. That real estate really never ends. And then your vision never ends, right? You yeah. can, all, can always scale to bigger things. I mean, we were talking literally about, uh, you know, doing a million square feet of uh, development, right? That's where our minds are going now because mm-hmm. of because of what we know we can handle yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. You start, it's a number's a number, right? A square foot's a square foot. Right. You, you, land is land. Mm-hmm. Um, it's finding the joy in the vehicle of what product you want in real estate. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, one of the things I see with young guys trying to get into real estate is, and this is by no means a real estate podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking all sorts of different industries and stuff, but we're both in real estate and um, you know, we, we both have done well and have become, I don't even want to say wealthy. We've become comfortable with real estate. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I don't think we're ever comfortable. Deals are, deals are always, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you have fun. to embrace the uncomfortable. But I'm just saying like, you're not, you're not looking at your bank account every day. No. Right. So average Americans look at their bank account. Oh, actually, no, I look at my bank account every day. But, I mean, at the end you know, of the not, day, not from a place I'm not worried of like, about my bank account. How am I going like to pay my bills and you know, yeah. those type of things? I mean, I, I, look, I look at my, you know, I call it my flock analysis, right? We're talking about financial literacy right now. I'll just segue it in. But, like, today I just finished, like, right before this, I finished our, our, our weekly financial KPIs of understanding our, our liquidity, our debt position, our asset allocation, the, the, you know, personal net worth, what's coming, what's going, what's the burn rate, you know, just making sure the books are in order. All that stuff never goes away. No. That's just a control that you have to build into your life in the sequence of your meeting. And, 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 and I think that's what I love about learning how to be successful, whether it's real estate, whether it's anything, is that you have to be, one, a desired. First, starts with a desire, but then second, it leads into a, a, a self-disciplined individual mm-hmm. with self-disciplined thoughts and then self-disciplined actions. If you don't have that self-disciplined foundation or are working towards it, then it's like you begin to falter. You begin to like ignore your bank account, and you know. And what what started me looking at my bank account more, not from Odo, oh, how much money do I have, was I got to a point where it snuck up and was like, oh man, I don't know how much money I've spent this month. Mm-hmm. So like flip gears, right? Where you go, oh, how much money can I spend this month? To crap that like that lifestyle inflation is a real thing. Mm-hmm. I let me draw that. Let me draw that. So that's. Probably like, you know, that's the cool thing about this podcast that we're going to do is just going to flow like this because <laughs> you're talking real estate and then now that's like a foundational principle because it's like if you're starting, I'm, I'm a first generation wealth builder, you know, you, you grew up middle class, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, it's yeah. one of those things where they don't teach that to you in school. Like, oh, you start doing really well in real estate when it's hot, when the market's hot. Like right yeah. now, you know, it's it's November of 22 and we're looking at a pretty significant repositioning in the market. Yeah, that's a polite way to say it, right? In the next yeah, year, no one sure. knows what's going on. Yeah. But no one teaches you your reserves, your capital reserves, and so many people I think idolize real estate. Like they think it's just like you're you're all in end all of just getting filthy rich. Yeah. And I don't think they realize that it takes that early stages of scrubbing a toilet and then learning how to ask the right questions and then creating self disciplines 
with a self-disciplined thought and uh, self-disciplined actions. Like, I hated reading. Now I read the first part of my day. I start, I read for 30 minutes. I read a chapter a day. I know you have a very similar habit. Your habits are at a whole other level than mine that I aspired it to be at in your morning routines. But, um, you know, it's like these kids, right? These people look at, not just kids, it's just like people that are, are, are in there, even, you know, uh, later on in life, you know, 60s, 70s. I've talked to people in their 80s that have a dream to get into real estate. And I, I always try to translate that. That's actually a good question. point, though. Like, I mean, to, I, I, I never want to lose. I, I, I tend to do this sometimes, too. I'm like, man, that guy's crushing it. And mm-hmm. he's like six years younger than me, but like, oh, dude, all day. I compare. You know, we talk a lot about this. The comparison is the thief of joy, and I know we're going off track here a little no, bit. Not. But the no, coming back home, talking about like an eighty year old guy, I even if I was eighty, I want that level of curiosity. Yeah. That, oh, now's a good time. Of course. Now, now was a great time. Even if I didn't have money, right? I want that level of curiosity of like, oh yeah, better days are ahead. Like, oh, this is a something new to learn or get into. Yeah. I think that's. Uh, that's one of the things that the reason why I keep the uh, the discipline of reading mm-hmm. within my diet every day is because I just want to learn a little bit more. You yeah, know, I've been working yeah. on, you know, a language barrier, uh, you know, just getting into the Spanish language, just working on it 15 minutes every day. That has been something that I've like really struggled with. That's comfortable. You know, that's uncomfortable for mm-hmm. me every day. And also another thing is something that I do. I, I don't know if it's healthy or not. I actually would like to get a little bit of feedback on it. But uh, so I just have had, you know, I wouldn't say I have anywhere near the success that I want to have. But one thing I'll do is uh, I'll hop in the shower and it'll be really cold, right? Yeah. And yeah. so I'll just, I'll put my neck underneath the shower. As soon as I get in, I'll be like, I'll have to breathe. I'll be like, uh, just breathe really hard because it's cold, right? And then, um, and then like I'll stand under for a cu- couple minutes and I'll get it warm and I'll bathe and and then right before uh, I get out, I turn it cold again. And I want it to be a conscious reminder that, hey, this could all be over with tomorrow. And I do that as like almost like creating this fear ec- uh, mechanism <laughs> within me mm. of like, hey, don't get comfortable. Like yeah. you, you're already, you're, you're uncomfortable heading into the cold water. Mm-hmm. You're going to go into a season of warmth. But it's going to get cold again. I, I would say that the, the, the semantical approach to this would be don't get cocky. Don't get arrogant. Yeah. Don't get prideful. Mm-hmm. Right? You get prideful. Every time you get prideful, man, you fall. Right? Yeah. I'm too big. This isn't going to happen. I'm in an insulated market. You know, I'm a golden boy. I can touch this. I can do that. Yada, yada, yada. Everything I do. And then it's like, no, man, it, wealth doesn't endure for all generations, right? Yeah. It's uh, if, you're, if you're paying attention to your 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 small movements and your big movements, your small movements turn into big movements. But if you're not taking that daily pulse of your life financially, you know, um, relationally, you know, spiritually, physically, if you're not taking that thing, um, then you don't, you, you don't really know progress. And, and you know, we, we just learned at this conference that uh, there was a, an amazing fire, uh, firefighter, no, a uh, fighter pilot, female, mm-hmm. and she talked about one degree off Within a mile, or within sixty minutes, if you're one degree off your course, within within an hour, you're sixty miles off your target, mm-hmm. and it takes more money. It's more expensive to drive and to get back on target. And when you're in a war zone, that's what she was talking about. Sixty miles off your target when you got guys that are like needing your your air support. Yeah, that's life or death, and that's business. That's life. 
And so that's why those daily metrics are so important um, of, of, of following, hey, what, how am I doing? That's, you know, and so I think what you're talking about is, is keeping yourself humble, mm-hmm. the reality of the situation. Hey, this, I, I, could, I could get a letter that changes everything or that puts me in a crisis that's like, oh, man, I can't believe this is happening or whatever it might be. Um, so kind of segueing in, though, um, that's, how you, you, that's how you got into real estate. Tell us a little bit what you're doing now. Obviously, tell us, let's, we continually talk about real estate. Let's talk about Nutritious, your new company, mm-hmm. new startup. Uh, let's kind of like, dialogue with that. Yeah. I mean, what, how Nutritious even came about, though, is just like it came from my, my daily habits, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like my daily habits. How to make this easier. This is like how how do how do I optimize every day? Like one of the main things in my life is that I want to reduce all the like the fluff that I absolutely don't need, right? And there's a lot of stuff. There's just so many things that we keep ourselves accountable for. But how can I how can I incrementally just maximize and grow every day? So like you know my morning habits. You know I wake up, I pray, I stretch, I go into some devotional reading, I go into reading, and then I work on Spanish. People think that's crazy. Because they're like, how do you do that in a given day? But, I mean, if I get up at 4.30 to 4.45, dude, mm-hmm. I, I even took a nap today after I – because I woke up at – a little earlier today, I woke up at 4.15. So I got everything done by, like, 5.30. I took a nap. I took a nap when people, like, still are in bed. Like, I'm, ta- I'm taking my short nap. So that's why I want to maximize my mornings. Now, I have gone through some adjustments because the reality is I try to keep my body in peak shape, too. So like that's one of the big things, and that's Me hence, too. that's hence why <laughs> that's hence why nutritious has come about. Well, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm actually in way better shape today now because of you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I appreciate that. Uh, just the level of consistency now has compounded that, right? So yeah. I have you know three days a week I am like intensely working out, extremely difficult sessions. Um, but then how do I how do I optimize the rest of the days? And that's where nutritious came in play. Is that how can I reduce my caloric intake as I increase in age? So like being 37 years old now, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I was like, I even, you were the first person that I told about this idea. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was like, dude, I'm thinking about this like pouch brand. I've been eating the girl's pouches for, for like two years now, you know, since my daughter was like one and a half, my oldest daughter's now six. And I was taking their pouches like crazy. And I'm like, this you know, that, I, that was a way to reduce my caloric intake so that I could just optimize and feel good throughout the day as an entrepreneur uh, and, and not feel like I was overeating. And now, uh, you know, I we've developed and really just being nerdy with the mind, developed it into basically three pouches that were stabilizing. Didn't realize how um, much effort a startup would actually take. A startups yeah. are brutal. They're brutal. <laughs> because you uh, don't know what you're doing. And you're like, the only way to figure this out. Is to figure it out. Is to figure it out. <laughs> And sometimes it's very expensive, if you're lucky, just on your time. But a lot, most of the time, it's very expensive on your money, very expensive on your energy. Absolutely. And because you, you go, oh, crap, I'm going in the completely wrong direction. Yeah. Dang it. Or, oh, that was a bad idea. That wasn't scalable. I heard you say this morning to somebody, right? You're like, yeah, I had to go back because I, I picked the wrong team member. Yeah. All right? And you're like, oh, those are, those are things you learn, but you try to learn them. That's why you grow slow. That's why you do pre-launches and and all that stuff. So you're, you're in a pre-launch phase, though, for, for Nutritious. Yeah, man. I mean, we hired on this firm out of Texas, which has been really, I mean, they've been cool. So we literally, probably about an hour ago, just got done with uh, some uh, pitches that we're doing some, to some investors. But yeah, I mean, the idea was to 
kind of stabilized the brand in terms of just getting it out to an audience, which we've kind of pushed that and showed people, hey, I'm eating kind of kids' pouches all the time. We've developed prototypes. Uh, and now we're just at the point of going into production but doing initial stage pre-launch. So you can make orders. You can be early adopters if you want. Uh, so we're looking to get 100 early adopters. We have 80 right now. That's awesome. So we're looking to get about uh, 20 more early adopters in place that would allow us to flesh yeah. out the brand. Yeah, real quick, more. like while we're on this topic, what's the website for Nutritious when uh, someone wants to kind of check it out? Right, Because they – they can be listening to it day one when it releases, or it could be years from now. Yeah, so let's just make sure we got the website in there. Just so, so what is it? Yeah, you can uh, you can number one follow me at official Matt Attack. Uh, that's M A T T Attack, and then uh, or A T T A C K A T T A C K. Yeah, Matt Attack, um, and then uh, we are, we are on uh, it's nudeup.com, so n o o t u p dot com, and then we're also at at uh, newt underscore up on Instagram. All right. So we got all that, man. Um, that's exciting. It's, it's really exciting. And, and I've tried, I've tried those pouches. They are very quick. They're quick. They're very quick. They're optimi- optimized. Optimized. They don't optimized. let you overeat. They don't. You can't overeat those. No. You have to stomach them. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, they're healthy. <laughs> they're healthy. If you're, if your palate is not on a healthy palate, you will for sure lose weight. You just won't eat. Um, you'll, you'll, feel, uh, you'll feel good. Now, the, the whole idea and what people, this is even well, came up in our. Hold on. Let me, so my brother is not the healthiest individual. He loved the pouch. He thought it was awesome. He was, this is amazing. And I was like, man. And I was messing with you. And then Daniel tried. I was like, holy crap. Brad's on to something. My brother will eat this. He's like, I'd eat these all day. And he is not your, what you would call an avatar, but he is absolutely, hey, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was good flavor. I thought it was this. That was That's awesome. No way. Yeah, yeah. 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 When we were doing the hurricane thing, he said that. Yeah, okay. You were in the car with I guess you didn't hear that. But he, he liked oh, yeah. it. He was like, this is, we were in in front of your house. You gave us some. Yeah. And that's when I first time I tried, and I was, I, I, being a, a dumb friend, I was, figured a way to pick on you and instead of support you with it. <laughs> No, it's dude. like this is gross, dude. I don't know. How, I don't know how you're gonna do this. And my brother is definitely. I'm more healthy than my brother. He's like, yeah, what are you talking? about? This stuff's awesome. And but it was, uh, uh, pretty funny. The thing is about uh, you know the way the way we're looking at it as uh, it's a lot of people have come back and it's really educating the audience on this. But uh, it's micro mealing. We're coining that term hashtag micro mealing, and uh, we don't want it to be something where you are you're meal replacing anything. I mean, eat your normal meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They just might be a smaller in size now because you're supplementing those in between hours. Yeah. And uh, so, like, when you go to bed at night, I am the type of person that just wants something sweet on my tongue. And I don't necessarily want to eat a cookie or a bag of chips or something like that. So if I can get something in my palate, the one wild thing about, you know, and you know me, I just love, like, kind of the science of it all. Food and right after that initial introduction of that dopamine, it goes away, right? The second less is less appetizing. The third is less, you know, even more after that. Unless so it's an Oreo. An Oreo is pretty hard. There's a lot of studies about Oreos that uh, they should be illegal. We'll just say that. Um. <laughs> so, so anyways, Nutritious is a, it's a startup. It's, it is, it's fun. It's uh we like to swear on this. Um, if you want to, I mean, <laughs> we might edit it out, but you can go ahead. Oh, we uh, kind of lost the effect now. Now you're just gonna look crude. If you <laughs> the uh, <laughs> it's been hard. It's been uh, it's been really difficult in terms of not just swearing kind of growth and oh uh, oh 
No, yeah, I'm yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> so we, uh, hey, man, it's a uh, life of an entrepreneur. Uh, different, different spaces, different capacity, but we're we're having fun at it and uh, looking forward to continuing. That's growing. exciting. So, Matt Tack, you are in real estate. You're a serial entrepreneur. Um, now you're doing larger deals. You have. A, I don't like being called a serial entrepreneur. You're a serial entrepreneur. I like being. You're an entrepreneur. I'm committed. There's I like being multiple things. Space. Yeah, it's 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 completely fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna call you serial entrepreneur. Just you that's okay. what it is. Yeah. yeah. You can not like it, but that's what I'm going to call you. I'm not. Oh, you I try not to three go. Three companies. I t- yeah, three yeah. companies, but they're they're uh, you know they're, they're integrated. Majority of them are in real estate. Yeah, it's yeah. The one thing of why I think that this one might have a vertical lane a little bit, you know, it's in the CPG world, which they consider you know, call that a consumer based product. But the uh, the one main thing is that we want to serve that entrepreneurship base, and a mm-hmm. lot of them are going to be in real estate anyway. Um, so that's the audience that we're going to attack uh, in Nutritious. But, you know, I don't want to feel, I don't know, maybe it's a little judgmental. I just don't want to feel like these guys going all over the place. Hey, I do crypto. I oh, do, yeah, and that's not what I'm talking what about. I mean? No way. I, I did, uh, you know, I had that kind of avenue where I wanted to, like, you know, jump in this, jump in that. And I'm like, you know what, that's a serial entrepreneur that's- where they, they just want to take everything and kind of make it their own. And I, I really don't want that for, you know, to be the look of that. I want the main thing to be the main thing. And that's, yeah. how do you make money? Uh, I think gr- real estate's a great vehicle in that yeah, capacity. Yeah. yeah. And then how do you build leaders? And that's ultimately how we're even building this company. We're going to be rolling on a, a COO. I, we can even talk about this a little bit more because you're, you're phenomenal at this. But we want to roll in a COO. But then eventually we want to roll in a CEO. Yeah, you want to replace yourself when you're we, a founder. We don't, um, you know, we ideally, how we build an infrastructure, our businesses, uh, is a model where we can then facilitate and then have it, you know, somebody else created as their vision. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all that. There's so much we can talk about. Um, we've only got another like 10, 15 minutes on this. Um, so that's, I'm really proud of you. It's one of the first things. And, uh, and you just keep working. And, you know, serial entrepreneurship is is something that's funny because it does, if from that perspective, I would absolutely not want to be called a serial entrepreneur. From the outside looking in, people think these guys that are running these great opportunities and all these great companies um, are doing all these multiple things, and that's just not the case. Uh, they have found ways to vertically integrate their systems and their whys mm-hmm. into multiple vehicles, but they're all vertical. And once, you have, once they get enough capital... Their cash then begins to buy human capital and CEOs Absolutely. and people to run their companies. But there is no way one person can 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 plant like I was talking about the other day, five or ten trees. You have to have one tree, mm-hmm. and then as your tree gets bigger, then you can have little branches. But they all come and tie back into the one ecosystem of your foundation and your root systems, mm-hmm. and which is your systems and your purpose. Mm-hmm. And so every company, every individual needs to have. Um, uh, in my opinion, if you want to be successful, um, not just rich, but successful, you need to have a purpose-driven company first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But also purpose. And how do you get a purpose-driven company? You have a purpose-driven life, mm-hmm. right? Where yeah. it's deeper and greater than just making a bunch of money and living in a scarcity place. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, it's I don't only know how at many the top unless you're sharing it with other people. Yeah, right? but I, I don't know how many guys have made a boatload of money but they're still living in a scarcity position, right? They're in this place of like their goal was to make a boatload of money and that was their purpose and they have achieved it. And now they don't realize that that was a really 
short run purpose, mm-hmm. right? That it was birthed out of poverty, birthed out of scarcity, birthed out of ego, birthed out of so many different things. And money's cool. It's great. It's, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, today or tomorrow, I'm taking my daughter on her annual daddy daughter trip. Yeah, it's amazing. Right? I told her I was going to, dr- we might have to drive because it's a tropical storm. And she is, oh, yeah. She is like, no, I don't want to do that because it takes too long. I want to yeah, fly. Don't do that. And yeah, you go, don't well, we flight might get canceled tomorrow. I don't know. But, um, yeah, no, I, I, one point on that too. And I think that it's, uh, it's pretty critical. Was the coffee good? Yeah, the coffee, coffee was really good. Yeah, coffee's always good. Yeah, too. It's phenomenal. Let's get some coffee. The one, uh, point, you know, there's, uh, there's a point in this. That if you're a very insecure, scared, and mean uh, poor person, you're going to be a very oh, yeah, scared, yeah, yeah. insecure, mean yeah, rich right person, right? Yep. And so at the end of the day, it's creating that dynamic. I mean, are you able to live within abundance in a poverty state? And are you able to live within abundance? And, and yeah. that's not just monetarily. That's like actively seeking a level of abundance in the way you father, in the way yeah, you... Uh, yeah. in the way you're, you know, you're a husband, um, in the way you serve uh, your your bigger purpose. Well, one, one thing to, to, like, wrap with that with you is, like, I always tell people, young younger younger entrepreneurs, uh, people that are just curious about what it takes to to really work, um, and, and that's what it takes is diligence, not hustling, diligence, um, very focused-driven work, mm-hmm. uh, purposeful-driven work, and – uh, to be successful, the byproduct is, is sometimes you have cash, sometimes you don't. Yeah. Right? Um, cash flow issues are real things. Yeah. Uh, no matter how big you are. Payroll is mm-hmm. a real thing, whether you're doing a billion dollars a year or $100,000 a year. It's still Absolutely. The, the, one of the greatest stressors of, uh, of, of a business owner and entrepreneur is how am I going to pay my people? How am I going to support my people? Mm-hmm. Um, but money, specifically money, is, is just a magnifying glass. It will magnify who you are with it. It's who you are with. It's who you were without it. Mm-hmm. If you were generous and kind, and and and, and giving, that's who you are with it. Mm-hmm. If you are stingy and rude and weird and into like really crazy weird stuff or insecure, yeah. that's who you are with it. Yeah, you know, and that's who you are without it. And so that's that's a really fascinating because because we're kind of segueing into you know my heart. And the reason why we even started this crazy journey here at Crest is is to create develop a space for all your health, your entrepreneurial, creative leaders that just need this prioritized position in life, not just making a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. How do you stay married to the same person? How do you have you know a, a presence in your children's life? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, how's your physical health? How's your emotional health? How's your spiritual health? And obviously, how's your financial health? You know that's important. Yeah. The, the finances and, and, and money is is the blood of an organism, yeah. right? Just like my heart and my brain, they need blood c- to pump oxygen and life mm-hmm. to think. If I don't have cash, I don't. Doesn't matter what. I'm I'm yeah. I'm dying, right? I your gotta, main purpose as an entrepreneur, and when you have definitely when you have employees, to preserve cash. Preserve cash, yeah. You gotta have cash yeah. to operate. Yeah, like, they're counting on the it. They're there. counting on it. Um, but so so Cress is 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 this beautiful in my mind, this beautiful idea and thought that um, everything that we do, whether it's at a real estate firm and developing and building a home for somebody rather than just a house to make money, or right? that that next that that, that extra three percent, five percent some of these guys don't do that that my team does and our company does is just a high quality product because it's a conviction of this is someone's home. And so we've, we've defined what we do is we actually help produce and, and provide quality community. 
So that's what our real estate does. That's what me and you do through LoopTech uh, Capital Group is we are not just slapping together, uh, oh, this is going to produce the highest volume of cash. It's, no, what is that really going to do to the neighborhood? What's that and so kind of segueing with Crest, Crest is all about that same thing, mm-hmm. producing quality community, quality connections, quality coffee, quality um, collaboration. It's all about quality community. Mm-hmm. And one of the promises or the three promises that I have as a, as a founder and as a star, of a startup is that we promise that at Cress you thrive, you connect, and you'll dream. That's our, that's our promise, right? And so you have this whole, so we want this to be a quality space of community and connections, mm-hmm. but you're going to thrive, you're connecting your dream. We want you to have clarity and focus, but we also want to rig your life. And that's something we'll talk about. I don't know if you've heard me say that yet. Mm-hmm. It's a new thing that we came up with to talk about the Crest Array. It's a little rig your life. So why did you join Crest? And don't just say because you're my friend, but yeah. genuinely, why, why did you join Crest? You can say, well, I just wanted to support you. I didn't really get it at the yeah. time. Um, but so, so and, 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 you know, just a couple of words. Why, why, why are you a member? You're a founding member. You're, you're one of the first people I asked, mm-hmm. and you bought into this. So why did you join Crest? Yeah, I mean, I was, cause I was your friend. I wanted to support you. You could literally say that. Uh, that's no, all right. I, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you're a dreamer. You know, I'm a dreamer. Uh, there's your you vision cast as an entrepreneur. You think there's there's always, you know, I'm a big believer and there's always better days ahead, right? And you want to surround yourself with those level of people. And, I mean, we before you even bought this place, I, I think that we had, we spent a full year together, if not even more. We did. I think probably almost every single day dreaming, right? Hey, you know, whether we're on the phone or we're in person, we're dreaming, right? Uh, vision casting. What are we, we going to do? We went and looked at an old building, too, that has been torn down and built into houses now um, here in Tampa. Uh, I don't even remember this. It inspires. Like, yeah, we need to get underneath one roof. Mm-hmm. I remember that conversation? Yeah, yeah. No, I do. Very Which kind of sparked my heart to find a space for just me and a couple friends to get under one roof. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, that's, uh, that's the main thing, though. I mean, when you can be around like-minded individuals, right, and what that propels Right, I don't want to settle for less than my best when I'm around other people that are pushing. Right, okay. and if I'm pushing the needle uh, in my life, and then I look over and I'm like, "Man, I like that person, but you know, they're they're inching ahead, dude. I got to catch up, you know." And it's not a game of comparison. It's like we got to level up. Like it's I'm driving. not going to be. It's, it's yeah. it's creates that level of growth and and hey, I want to I want to push more. I want to I want to drive forward even more. But then also. A level of accountability too, because yeah. I think that's what we've had in our lives, and and definitely hanging out, and then being under one roof here, is that uh, we can call each other out when we need to be called out, and hey, how are you doing in this area? How are you doing in this area? You know, or how are you and your wife doing, or how are you how are you how are you engaging with your kids? You know, there's just a level of growth that you can have in all capacities, because that's that uh, stepping into abundance, right? Is again, I I don't want to step in to a layer of abundance just in my business because if if i if i look at it as just i'm going to step in my business and i'm going to give everything else there comes with a level of sacrifice because there's no balance when you're an entrepreneur but the reality is this is i know that i can make billions of dollars pushing forward and then i get and i'm 65 and i look back and i'm look at my kids and i don't have relationships with Mm. them and 
maybe I've gone through two wives. Not to say that's not the case. Like, I still make billions of dollars, but I can also invest in my kids. Yeah, your kids can know you. And, you can read them bedtime stories and go on bike rides. Yeah. Right? I mean, one of the one of the biggest things, honestly, it's freaking changed my life. And, uh, you know, you know how big a fan I am of Eddie Milet, Eddie Spaghetti. He's uh, But one thing that he does is literally, and I've been doing this with my kids, and it's just like one of the most amazing tools is, uh, and I said this, I think, in a crush yet, but I, I t- I've been taking every single one of my kids, and it's amazing just how silent they get. Like, it's so peaceful. And I say, Emery, let me tell you about you. And then I'll just invest into her for, I don't know, 30 seconds to a minute, right, of just telling her about how brave she is and just how amazing she is and how good a uh, daughter she is and how good a leader she is in school. And that, like... That small investment in her, say honestly, you could even tell them like flat out cheers because she hasn't been good at school. You know, she hasn't been good. At, we're, we're trying to get her through some shit mm-hmm. right now. And uh, the reality is, is that I'm still investing in her because that compounds, right? That level yeah, of hate, yeah. that mindset that I'm pushing in her. Man, my dad keeps telling me I'm an amazing leader. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna step up. I'm going to start stepping up yeah. in my four-year-old class, right, or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she might be, right now, she's the youngest one in her class, and she's being a real turd. She's but, the youngest one in her class. She's age-appropriate, but we yeah. got to grow her up. But uh, Some hard decisions that come with that, Exactly. Right? But yeah. just empowering them, you know, and that's it. I, I want to make sure that I'm home enough, and that's the level of accountability that yeah. Cress has given, right, is that I see Jeremy. I see the investment he brings in the kids in here. I got to get home to my kids or do something, you know, I got to make sure I'm active. And, uh, you know, one of the checkpoints too, that I have to come back home a lot to is, you know, mindfulness versus being mindful. And, uh, it, I have to do that a lot because we're in a lot of deals. I you know, we, we have five deals going on right now. Yeah. And you know, I got a lawsuit yesterday, my first lawsuit <laughs> ever. I get my a lawsuit. You second, know what I mean? Second it lawsuit. Well, I was there for both of them. That, that, that first in one, one week. Yeah. In one <laughs> week, two lawsuits. Um, oh, man. so first real one, I would say yeah, we talked about that yesterday, right? But, yeah. You know, there's, you either win or you learn, right? You just learn. You, you learn because it. it's not even like your fault or you're being sued for. It's completely, I'm just going to like, like vouch for you on this podcast. Oh, what's he getting sued? We're not going to go into it. It's not your fault. It's it. it, it but I, I I love that you have the integrity to say, you know, I have a way out of this. This is a wrongful lawsuit. At the end of the day, I'm gonna I'm gonna just call the guy. Uh, they're misinterpreting something you wrote out of honesty. Yeah, that was done, and now they're manipulating the truth. Yeah, to try to extort you out of cash. That's just, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we looked, we talked, no, no detail, nothing, because it's a lawsuit. You don't have to say nothing. But that's, that. you know, from the outside looking in, that's exactly what happened, knowing you and your integrity. But I love that you, like, just called him. Say, hey, I'm, I'll, I'll help you. Yeah. You know, I understand you're in a crisis. And that's what I love. Like, and that's, I think, what God honors, right? And that's the culture we're trying to develop other entrepreneurs to have. Like, hey, you can, even when you're being wrongfully targeted and extorted, their relative truth, their subjective truth, that you're you're in the fault. But now you're like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to rob your peace. Mm-hmm. Right? We've talked Yo, about that. Yeah, you that's know? Good. And you're you so you're you're putting yourself, hey, you know, this is a hard situation for them. And uh, it could be it's life threatening to them mm-hmm. economically, right? Oh yeah. It's massive, you know. But yeah. so um so and and you're sure yeah, that's the makings of a real man and a real leader. And I, I applaud you. And this is crass, basically. We're just encouraging when you see somebody, you know, getting wrongfully uh, 
wrongfully uh, accused, but then at the same time, they, hey, this isn't my fault, but uh, this isn't my fault, but you know what? As a leader, yeah, it's my responsibility. The point, uh, I guess, yeah. that really the overlying, the overarching theme is, again, it's me being able to be, like, vulnerable and call somebody in that moment, right? Yeah. That's what Crest gives, is that, dude, like, I got this going on. You know, so a lot of times entrepreneurs feel like they're in this, like, dark space by themselves at home, you know? I, I Like, I'm trying to figure it out because they don't have, like, an office to go to with, like, a bunch of people. So, yeah. and they're, like, they have a bunch of remote employees or whatever. Even if you're at the top, you're a CEO, sometimes you need to get out and, Hey, I need to be vulnerable with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to figure this out, or if I have a question. So another, that's what Crest gives. So another question. So that's why you joined. You joined because you wanted the community, the camaraderie, something we'd already been experiencing together mm-hmm. for a year. And and you you know I'm a dreamer, not just a dreamer, but a doer. Yeah, and absolutely. You're like, we're gonna, you're, all right, so we're gonna do this. I might as well do it with them. How how big it. is that too? You know? Just like we're do we you know. Honestly, we don't do that many deals together. We do deals together, but we don't do. It's not like we're doing crazy, yeah, yeah. Uh, like deals together all the time. But that level of kind of, hey, you, how, how am I, how am I pushing you? How are you oh, pushing yeah. me? Yeah, exactly. Uh, is, uh, is pretty so, key. So the next question I have, and this is this is Chris. This is so I can get more information and become a better leader. Mm-hmm. Um, what is something now that you've been a member at Crest, a founding member for? I mean, we're coming up on a year of getting the founding members put together, mm-hmm. the ten founders. Um, what is something you've actually gotten out of Crest that you weren't anticipating and you weren't expecting? You're like, man, that was out of left field that I didn't sign up for that, but, man, I'm really glad I have that now. Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. You should, uh, should give me these questions. No, no, no. I want it off the cuff because you, you can say nothing. I'm like, oh, well, I'm really failing at that. No, I would. I definitely wouldn't say that. I mean, there's a I, – I would say what – I probably didn't anticipate uh, is being able to being able to like empower people, uh, which is my why, right? Uh, consistently on it like a daily basis. That then it's it's like reoccurring, right? It's not like this one off where I go to this networking event and I encourage somebody and then come back. It's uh, it's you really you know I believe in the gym quick model. If you learn it, you teach it, right? And uh, my ability to do that and digest information actually rather quickly allows me to do that at Crest a little bit more routine. Like, hey, I learned this. I'm beginning to implement it, but now I can actually teach it to somebody else. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, while I'm doing that. And that's a big way. I mean, it's scientifically proven that it, like that in your cerebral cortex, you got your RES, you know, and that RES is really stamping things the more you talk about something. And there's like, uh, there's that, you know, the dreamer, the visual reality, I'm going to, when you articulate it, it makes you manifest things. And that's what Crest like honestly helps is that you can create a level of socialization, but I also can go in my own space and do my own thing. Which focus, I do a lot. Yeah, the focus. Isolation, yeah. But then you I also can come and take my breaks and just, and talk to people about, Hey, I'm learning this. What do you, what do you think about it? And get dialogue and then actually, you know, and then train people on this. So, uh, empowering some, some young, uh, young professionals that are even starting up in their own brand and their own influence. So the reality is we have, we all have influence and that's what Krebs gives a little bit more influence and expanding influence. But I would say that's, that's it. That's That's a really, really good way of kind of explaining because as an entrepreneur before, you know, like we didn't, it's not like we were going into offices. We were working from home a lot. We were working in our office. We're doing all these various things, but it is creating that level of community that maybe I didn't even see early on. That's awesome. You think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're able to share that what we lived for years now 
you're able to randomly throughout any day as you're like getting that recharge, you're like, oh man, I'm I'm really just completely drained from hyper focusing. I'm hyper uh, diligence and grinding on a task mm-hmm. that you can go and be, be refueled while encouraging a younger entrepreneur or somebody else mm-hmm. that you would have never met before. Yeah, at all. Like we don't never. There's people here that are in our members that I would have never met in a million years if we hadn't done this. Yeah, you know, and it's like in that same encouragement. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad. So that's something you weren't expecting. Um, that you're that you really love about being a member at Crest. Mm-hmm. So the the last and go. final thing, we're gonna kind of wrap it in. We're we're finishing up our coffee. Yep. Uh, we have finished up our coffee. Um, do you like the Let's Get Coffee podcast? Yeah, you're yeah, the very good. first one. I'm the inaugural. Yeah, the inaugural. inaugural. I like it. Yeah. So here here's this. It's, this is strictly for for me again. Um, what can we do better as a staff as a team as a family here at crest as, as leaders what what are we failing at um and maybe failure is the wrong what 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 are we missing one or two one, one to three things that we can hyper focus so that we can serve at a higher level and make a greater impact in our members and the surrounding community yeah i mean you're i guess you know, I, I love the way that you put failure in there because, like, it's giving the perspective of you want to fail every day. We celebrate day, right? failure you every celebrate day. celebrate failure every that's day. That's team. Hey. So some might think, oh, well, that's a, uh, that you know, that's not really a failure. It's another level of growth. But at the end of the day, like, we can interpret just failure as growth. Failure is right? awesome. I tell my kids, and, you win uh, or you learn. The only yeah. way you fail is if you quit. That is. But that I is make mistakes right? all the time. So, like, I want the brutal facts of what I can do better as the CEO, as a leader and founder to empower my guys and my team yeah. and my community, right? Like my members. Good. I appreciate you asking me this because yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm going to say something. Please, please. And, uh, I, it, was, it was just from experience the other day uh, that, that maybe, I, I don't even know if you want this to be live, but you were. I appreciate you being vulnerable because I, I love this feedback. I said this yeah. to actually one of my resources the other day. But I think, uh, you know, for – from, a, you know, human capital is such an important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do just an incredible job at like facilitating, uh, facilitating uh, just just what, at the end of the day, employees um, of in the space and the capacity. Uh, I would say one way um, is to create additional levels of expansion is to, uh, I know in particular, Travis, man, that dude, uh, is talking about Cress even when he's not working, right? Mm-hmm. And he's bringing people in. And uh, I would just honor that, you know, a lot more when guys, when he's bringing people in for, like, meetings um, or other guys that are affiliate, like, that are that are creating your brand, an outside brand, mm-hmm. and they're bringing guys in. And Yeah, yeah. Um, I would just, I don't, I don't know if you do this. I'm just saying. No, like, just like... Yeah. If but, I if you don't know that I'm doing it, it means that I'm not doing it well enough. Okay. I, yeah. I, like so, I would I would honor that. I uh, really really honor that and almost exploit that. Bro, thank you so much for uh, for doing that. Um, and uh, like just like just really honoring that because I think that expands like even a level of they're going to then be your ambassadors outside of the four walls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that one way that would be 
uh, just cool just expanding on that because I know that some of these guys are like, you want to create them to be even more raving fans, right? I'm a raving fan. Like, the whole point is to create more raving fans for Crest so they bring more. Out of, out of your team fans. members, like guys that work yeah, here. Yeah, work here. Not yeah. just members that are getting the, the, no, the benefit. but the benefit. Because that, that's that, – I appreciate you saying because that is yeah. the, one of the greatest things on my heart is to – uh, we're a family here. I'm having them all do these these dream lines. It's a personal thing. Yeah. Uh, and some of them are nervous because they know me enough to be like, yo, I don't align in your dreams. Yeah, yeah. We're going to start segueing it out. Oh, crap. No, I don't want to lose my job. And like, no, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like that whole thing. We're like, no, I love you enough that this isn't going to be quick, but we can realign and readjust your dreams of who you are. I love that. Because the last thing I want to do as a friend and as a leader is to somehow exploit your you and your giftings into something that is just going to end out miserable and dead end because I didn't help you achieve a dream, even if it's to my detriment immediately. Well, leaders you know? create leaders, right? So it's sure, like, I yeah. mean, you're, you're not like I, the whole point is I think that we even talked about some in the crest chat, which that is another thing. I think that, uh, those are phenomenal things. I think you just, you know, it's almost like that area double down. We need to get better uh, you know, yeah. those are, those are some double down kind of things. Cause I think those can create a lot of influence and it honestly might require some ad spend and various things. But anyways, uh, that is like, you never want, uh, you know, did, uh, did, uh, oh, I hit the mic. The, uh, yeah. Did uh, who, who is a uh, Yoda's protege, uh, like Luke Skywalker Luke, or whatever, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, he he didn't want like Darth Yoda. Vader. Which one? Yeah, because they're both both of them. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Yeah. yeah, they they went in one direction or another. But at the yeah. same time, you you want to produce and elevate and empower as much as possible. Like I don't want my team members. The whole point is like I don't want my team members. And dude, I got called out the other day. So the, here's me being vulnerable. Like I have one on ones with my team members uh, on a on a monthly basis, the first week of the month, and I had to call up one of them. Because we've been going, honestly, through a stressful season, right? So oh, like, yeah, dude. You know, if you well, don't know where the recession... You are, you are in a pivot season, a plateauing pivot season, and you're changing gears. And, and uh, our friend Jason, Jason Medley, love Jason. Love that dude. Absolutely. I'm so glad my daughter's friends with his daughter and we go to the same school. Because he, he empowered me. He, he owns... Uh, he started and owns... Uh, what is it? Col- Collective Genius. Collective Genius. Awesome dude. Medley is one of the dopest dudes I know... And we were talking the other day, and he was like, yeah, you're changing gears, and I'll encourage you with that, right? Because um, I was telling him what I was doing. I was like, man, I'm shutting down my residential division. Mm-hmm. You know, this is probably, yeah, and, and we're, we're gearing up our commercial division and all these things. And he goes, what I tell my guys is that, have you ever ridden a mountain bike? We go, ba- we go, mountain, we go biking all the time, like with our kids, you know, bike riding. And you switch gears. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it's going to catch because it's not caught at that time, and so it actually slows you down, but you're switching gears to go faster, and it sounds... <laughs> It sounds awful. Mm-hmm. He said, and when you're shifting gears and changing gears, it sounds like, especially in your if you're mid-momentum, if you ever try changing gears in mid-pedal, mm-hmm. oh, dude, it bumps, it hits, yep. it's hard, you don't know, and it, and it sometimes doesn't catch until, that's like, great analogy. and that, well, that's, that was, that was Jason's, not mine. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's why uh, Collective Genius is it, what though. it is. I'm not going to take it. I come up with my own stuff. No, <laughs> that's Jason. I'll give it where, it, where it's due. Um, but the, I love that it encouraged me so much because that's what he, he talks about in their masterminds and his, his guys and his yeah. members there. It was like, you're just changing gears. And it, sometimes it's, it gets really scary and you hear this loud pop and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, but then you're in a new gear. And, pff, now you're driving. Yeah. But if you stayed in that low gear, you slow way down. 
Yeah. Right. You don't. And sometimes you, to change gears, you have to hit more resistance. And, mm-hmm. and so I just thought it was a really good analogy that Jason was sharing with me a couple of weeks ago that just, you know, because he has a lot of wholesalers and guys like like, like Traction, your business mm-hmm. is wholesaling. And those guys are, are getting wrecked right now. Um, yeah. And, and, and well, I mean, that's also the, you know, the changing years, you and I now, you know, being in the education, you know, education yeah. is like where we want to go going forward and really to facilitate commercial. So that's also another thing, you know. We'll save it for another time. Another pod- like we'll, we'll do another podcast, and, yeah. Empowering through uh, that level of education and commercial real estate. So that's what we're transitioning traction to yep. is an educational company that allows us to elevate other individuals yeah. that we can help them facilitate. You know, well, we're we're going to start doing courses, and pe- people are going to be able to, you know, maybe even like a, a real estate mastermind and mm-hmm. facilitating here and, 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 and abroad, um, conferences, all that stuff. So, yeah, definitely, you know, getting into that education space because there, there's a lot of dudes in that space don't know what the crap they're doing. They're not operators. They're not operators, man. The next thing I get pitched on a a course to learn how to teach a course, to teach a course, to teach a course, I'm going to slap the guy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because, like, and and that's the whole point of these things, doing these podcasts. Like, how do we get doers to actually teach, operators to teach? As operators are too busy operating half the time, then they get a platform Mm -hmm. to do. That's why we created this cool podcast studio and everything here at Crest. It's Read all the members. You can work, and so, then you can do shoot a podcast. Exactly. Like what we were just doing. Like, this is, hey, can you do a podcast this morning, right? Yeah, I can do that. Noon. All right, perfect. Um, so so just to wrap this thing up, we're, we're kind of wrapping Land up on it. our hour. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else? It was like one or, those are really good nuggets for, for me to kind of digest and learn. But anything else, practical nuts and bolts that we can do just to make the experience at the highest level possible for those that we're serving for our members here. I would say those two things, man. I I think doubling down on what's, you know, working and what's really good and getting that level of engagement in there. I had a blast talking about mental health and awareness. I think uh, more people would have come if there was a, you know, just more exposure. And that comes with a level of growth too. And just getting that out there a little bit more. So behind the camera. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, you know, that that's good. And then, you know, just you're creating more raving fans because you're getting a lot of raving fans. There's a lot of influence coming out of this. And uh, that's that's really where I see creating. And I have a great team, don't I? Great. Dude, these guys are like rock stars. They're the best of the best. Yeah. And so I'll take that to heart, man, learning how to honor them more. Honor them with the right way that they perceive honor and like you know sometimes exactly not, right and and i think that's i'll take that away as a leader and yeah. so we'll double down the crest chats are awesome mm-hmm. uh we we hired ryan ryan is uh started his his company uh a company at simar simmer simar is that how you say it how do you say it samar samar he likes french all things french we'll just leave it at that he's single no he's not he's dating someone now um <laughs> sorry uh so you know we we hired uh, simar as a, as a, as a, uh, our, our in-house branding strategy specialist, he's starting to do more videos. Um, we've got Travis, who is helping us with community and coffee, but we helped him start through our community, Intrepid Coffee Roasting, right? And, 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 and my brother, Daniel and Brian, those guys are just unbelievable executors when it comes to vision. Daniel uh, programming the buildings and building out new auditorium. I mean, just huge stuff. And so I, I do have to take away from that how I can find ways to, to, um, to do that better as a, as a leader to support them. So I appreciate that, man. You're the yeah. man. Yeah, thank, thank you. you, guys. This was our very first, what'd you call it? Like, I like what you called it. The uh, Inaugural. Inaugural. Inaugural See, podcast. That's that college education right there, man. <laughs> that, you know? 
Right there. I would never thought I should have the pilot, a prototype, throwaway episode. I don't know. <laughs> throwaway episode. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but thanks for joining in on yeah, um, on Let's Get Coffee. Uh, we're going to do this every week, and uh, just really, uh, really appreciate you, Matt. Love you, bro. I'm very proud Love of you, and uh, proud of you, man. And excited to, to see what's going to come on. That's uh, that's a wrap, guys. Enjoy. Uh, check us out online, and uh, keep tuning in. Follow us on all our socials, uh, at Crest Community, and uh, you'll see a bunch of cool stuff, reels and podcasts. And just uh, if you haven't had a chance, stop by our flagship location here in Tampa, Florida. Uh, it's uh, in the heart of the city, so just check us out online. The website is crestcommunity.com. See you guys.